the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ministries. Here's Pastor Rick Warren. Think about this. Did you know that whenever you expect something really big from God, you're actually complimenting God? You're actually giving God a compliment. Because you're saying, God, I believe you're so big that you can take care of this, and I'm expecting you to answer this problem or this deed in my life in a way that could never be done in my own power. And that gives honor and a compliment to God. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue in our series called, Can You Hear Me Now? In these lessons, we'll learn how to truly discern the Lord's voice in the midst of a world full of distractions. In just a few minutes, we're going to tell you about an easy and stylish way to always have God's Word right at your fingertips with the completely redesigned Scripture box. You can take a sneak peek at this wildly popular study tool while you listen to today's broadcast just by going to PastorRick.com or by texting the word DAILY to 99000. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with the final part of a message called How to Get Guidance from God. Look at this with David in Psalm 73. He says, when I tried to figure it all out, all I got was a splitting headache until I entered the sanctuary of God. Then I saw the whole picture. David said, you know, I had this problem going on in my life and I couldn't figure it out and I couldn't figure it out and I couldn't figure it out. It was just really stressing me out and I'm getting a headache. So I go to church, I go to the sanctuary, I go to the temple and I focus on God. And while I'm focusing on God and I'm calming myself down, he gives me this picture and all of a sudden it all makes sense. And I see what he's doing in my life. And through a picture, God gave David perspective. Now, if there's anything that you need in your life more than almost anything else, you need perspective. Because most of the time you go through life with a little tiny narrow vision, seeing only this much of your problem and not seeing how it fits. And if anybody can give you the big picture, if anybody can give you the big perspective, it's God because he sees it all. And when you see the whole picture and you see the big perspective, all of a sudden your little problem seems a whole lot smaller in the whole scheme of things. And so how do you get perspective from God? Let him give you a picture. Now some of you are thinking, Rick, isn't all this visualizing, isn't this kind of like new age stuff? Well, it can be. In fact, the counterfeit is. The counterfeit is just a copy of the real thing, which is biblical meditation or biblical uh, visualization. You see, God gave human beings the ability to imagine. It's one of the greatest gifts God has given you. It's what makes you different from animals. Animals do not have imagination. They do not create tools. They do not dream like human beings do and create things through dreams. And God says, I have created you in my image So I'm going to give you an imagination, imagination. 
And just like God can think things up and create them, the Bible says God has given you an imagination. Napoleon said, imagination rules the world. Einstein said, imagination is more important than intellect, and it is. Because everything that's ever been created in the world, somebody dreamed up first. You're sitting in a building that somebody had to dream up first. It didn't just appear. Somebody saw it first in their mind. Then they put it into architectural drawings, and then it became a building. You're sitting on a chair that somebody imagined first how it would look. And then they designed it, and then they created it. This microphone, somebody imagined this microphone. And then from that, the dream became a reality. And when you are imagining and when you are creating, you are doing a talent that God has given you as a human being made in his image. Now, anything that God creates can be misused and abused. In fact, that is Satan's entire purpose. Satan cannot create anything. Nothing. He's never had an original thought in his mind. All he can do is copy, pervert, misuse, and abuse. So what he does is he tries to take all the good things that God does and tries to pervert them. For instance, it was God's idea to think up sex. Aren't you glad he thought that one up? None of us would be here without that one. Okay? God thought up sex. Has Satan perverted it? Yes, in many, many ways. God thought up food. Satan perverts food. You can go down the list. Everything that God has created in the world, Satan tries to abuse, misuse, and pervert. And the same is true with visualizing. Biblical visualizing of focusing on God and thinking his thoughts can be abused. And people try to get you visualizing on crystals and visualizing on this and that, which is not what God wanted you to do. In fact, when you visualize the wrong thing, one of the ways, one of the terms for that is called lust. And people use their imaginations for all kinds of evil things today, too. That's not what God wants. It's just a perversion of what God wanted to do. Now, about 50% of you, as typical in America, are visual thinkers by nature. You just naturally think that way. If you read a story in the Bible, man, you just see it in your mind. You can see it in your mind. Others of us, we just read it and all we see is words. It, it doesn't come that clear in living color. And so, for those of you who are naturally visual thinkers, it's going to be easier for God to talk to you this way. It's a little bit harder for the rest of us. So how do you watch and pray? Remember, Jesus said, watch and pray. Not listen and pray, watch and pray. How do you watch and pray if you're not a visual thinker? Well, I'm not a visual thinker, so let me give you two ways that help me. Number one, ask God a specific question. Ask God a specific question. In fact, over 20 times in the New Testament, we are commanded to ask. God says, I want you to ask in prayer. It says, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened unto you. The Bible says you have not because you ask not. God says, I want you to ask. And so he tells you to ask. And so God says, I want you to ask a question in prayer. Sometimes when I'm praying, I just say, Jesus... Is there anything you want to show me right now? And then I just wait. Jesus, is there anything you want to say to me or show me right now? And I just listen and wait. Look at this next verse. James chapter 1, verse 5. Let's read this verse aloud. 
If you want to know what God wants you to do, ask him and he will gladly tell you. For he is always ready to give a bountiful blessing, excuse me, bountiful supply of wisdom to all who ask him. But when you ask him, be sure that you really expect him to tell you. This is a very important verse because it tells us three truths. First, God wants you to ask him for advice. You're not bothering him. It's not like, like Tom said, he's interested in every detail of your life. You're not bothering him. He's waiting for you to ask. Second, he wants you to be specific. And the more specific you are, the better, because it builds your faith when you ask God for something specific, and then he answers, and then you bless God for it. Now, don't be general in your prayers. I mean, a lot of people go out and say, oh, God, give me a bunch of things. Well, what does that mean? Or even like say, don't even pray, God, bless me. How do you know if he's answered or not? What is a blessing? Could you define a blessing? Some of you wouldn't know if a blessing hit you or not. In fact, sometimes a blessing is a problem. Is that what you're praying? God, give me a bunch of problems. You ought to be very careful when you say, God, bless me, because a blessing might be a trial that helps you grow in character. I would be very specific. What's the size, the color, and the shape that you want? Be specific with God. And then number three, he wants you to expect an answer. There's that faith issue. He says, don't don't pray and ask me for help unless you expect that I'm going to help you. Now think about this. Did you know that whenever you expect something really big from God, you're actually complimenting God? You're actually giving God a compliment. Because you're saying, God, I believe you're so big that you can take care of this, and I'm expecting you to answer this problem or this deed in my life in a way that could never be done in my own power. And that gives honor and a compliment to God. The second half of today's study is coming up, so stay with us. If you'd like to connect with Rick, just go to PastorRick.com and click on his social media links. While you're there, be sure to sign up for his free daily email devotional. And if you'd like to let Rick know how this broadcast has touched your life, you can email him at rick at pastorrick.com. Pastor Rick is always reminding us about the importance of getting God's Word into our hearts. That's why he's created a brand new version of the Daily Hope Scripture Box. And it is beautiful. The all-new design has a soft black leather look and feel with an embossed Bible verse on top. It's made to hold full-color Bible verse cards that will help you memorize God's Word. The cards all feature brand new artwork and graphic designs. In fact, these cards are so nice, you can put them up around your home. You can even frame them. Oh, and this new scripture box makes a great gift, too. The newest set of scripture cards are based on the theme, Hearing the Voice of God. Rick picked out 52 Bible verses that will inspire you to listen for God's voice in everything you do. They'll help build your confidence in asking God for what you need. And they'll help you find the biblical wisdom necessary to understand God's vision for your life. Quantities are limited, so make sure you act quickly. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this great resource. That's PastorRick.com. Or you can call 800-600-5004. That's 800-600-5004. Thanks in advance for your support. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. 
Once again, here's Rick. Here's the second thing you do. After you ask a specific question and believe him to answer, you look into God's word. Look into God's word. You see, all of the answers for life are in this book. And once you have calmed down, you say, God, I, I want to hear from you, and I'm going to withdraw, and I'm going to wait, and I'm going to watch, and now I'm going to look at your word. And as you open and read the book, I can't tell you how many times in my life God has taken a verse and pulled it directly to me. I may have read this chapter a hundred times. This time I read it and go, bam, all of a sudden it pops out at me and I see something I've never seen before. What happened? God just opened my eyes in a way that I've never seen it before. And he speaks directly to me. Look at the next verse. The Bible says this. Open my eyes so that I may see the wonderful truths in your word. That's what it means to watch and pray. Tom's going to talk about the next one. There's a fifth thing that Habakkuk teaches us about getting guidance from God, and that is to write, to record the ideas that you receive. He says, the Lord gave me this answer, write down clearly what I revealed to you. Because Habakkuk wrote it down, we have the book called Habakkuk. That's what it's all about. He asks God a question, God gives him an answer. He writes it down. He asks God a question, God gives him an answer, and he, he writes it down. Listen, if your prayer life is stuck in a rut, and mine sure does get stuck in a rut sometimes. You know, you feel like you're saying the same rope prayers over and over, or your prayers aren't getting above the ceiling. You ever feel like that? We all feel like that sometimes. If, it, if your prayer life is like that, one of the greatest things you can do for a solution is begin to write down your prayers. Because it helps you to see what you're praying. It helps you to make them more personal. It helps you to make them more real. It helps you to be more serious about those prayers that you're praying. This is called, this is, by the way, it's called the spiritual habit of journaling. It's a habit that many, many great Christians have had for centuries. It's a habit that will help to refresh your prayer life. But don't make it too complicated. It's a very simple thing. You just simply write down what you're saying to God, and you write down what, what God's saying to you. Now, I know some people have a problem with this. They think, is it, like, okay to write down your prayers? Shouldn't praying be, like, more spontaneous? If you couldn't write down your prayers, we wouldn't have the book of Psalms. It's all David's prayers being written down. Of course it's okay to write down your prayers. In fact, it's a spiritually healthy thing to do. Now, this is just a practical thing, so let me give you some practical suggestions about this. Just a practical way to say, how am I going to do this? Get, get a ledger book or get a, a notebook, whatever. Open it up. Two, two ideas, two suggestions for how to do this. One would be to vertically put a line down the center of, of the pages. On one, one side, write out what I said to God. On the other side, write out what God said to me. That's pretty simple. And as you write those things out that you're saying to God, don't expect God always to say something to you immediately. Sometimes it's later in the day. Sometimes you're driving down the street. Sometimes you're in a meeting at work. Sometimes you're in the shower. Sometimes it wakes you up in the middle of the night. Then you go back and you write down what God said to me. Very simple thing, but it makes a powerful difference in your life. The second practical suggestion would be to take the same sheet of paper, instead put a horizontal line, and up above the line, put the events of your day the day before. Just put yesterday. Write down some of the events. But make this more than a diary that talks about the events of your day. Underneath the line, write down life lessons. And look back at the events of the day before and think about what, what lessons was God trying to teach me through that? Because he is. He tries to teach us lessons through what happens in our lives. And I miss them all the time, and I bet you do too. Because we get so busy, we rush right past them. 
So if you take some time just to sit down and write out what lessons was God trying to teach me in my life through what happened yesterday, that can help you to focus on what he has to do. This is a very, very powerful habit. That's got great benefits in your life. It, it helps you to focus your thoughts as you write these things down. Thoughts disentangle themselves and they pass through the lips and the fingertips. If I can say it, if I can write it down, it helps me to disentangle my thoughts. It helps you to remember what you said and what God said. I don't know about you, but I forget what God said to me a lot of times. Unless I write it down, I just keep forgetting it. It helps you to test the impressions that you get from God. In the last message in this series, Pastor Rick's going to be talking about six ways to test an impression. But you've you got to have an impression before you test an impression. So writing it down sees the impression. It also, this next verse in your outline reminds us that this, this habit also helps you to be able to pass on a spiritual legacy to your children as they can see God's faith journey in your life. Look at this next verse. The Bible says in Psalm 102, verse 18, write these things down for the future so that people who are not yet born will praise the Lord. These are the steps. I want, I withdraw, I wait, and then I watch, then I write, and the last step is I worship. I worship. I thank God for speaking to me. Now, this is the natural response of hearing from God. I worship. And this is what Habakkuk did. In verse 2 of chapter 3, he says, O Lord, now I have heard your report, and I worship you in awe. When you receive God's response to a question, it makes you love him more. Now, last week I said sometimes God speaks through silence. Why is God silent sometimes? Well, there are a lot of different reasons. God may be saying, wait a minute, I'm not ready to tell you. He may be saying, you're not ready to hear it. I want you to grow up a little bit more. He may be saying, the timing isn't right. He may be saying, in this particular issue, the choice is yours. Either one is okay, so it doesn't matter to God. He may be saying, I want you to trust me. You know, sometimes when I pray, I ask God, I, I say, Jesus, is, is there anything you want to say to me? And I get a direct answer. Nope. Nope, everything's okay. Sometimes I just stop him. Jesus, is there anything you want to say to me? No, you're doing fine. You keep going. You're, you're, everything's copacetic. And so you just keep going. Now, what we've talked about today will revolutionize your prayer life if you do it. It's one thing for you to sit here and take notes on it. It's one, another thing to practice it. But if you will start following these six steps it will turn prayer from a monologue into a dialogue. It will turn prayer from you just talking to God to a conversation that he is talking to you too. And God wants a conversation with you. Now, I said last week that for you to hear God, you have to know him. You can't hear God unless you know God. Everybody here is in one of three uh, relationships with God. Either recognition, acquaintance, or friendship. Some of you are just in the recognition stage. Oh, you recognize that God exists, but you really don't know anything about him. And you need to step up to the next level or even closer. The next group are those of you who say, well, I, I'm an acquaintance of God. I know God, and, and God knows me, but we're not very, I don't know him very well. It's just an acquaintance. God didn't put you on earth to be an acquaintance of his. He created you, he formed you, he made you for a friendship. 
And the most amazing truth in the universe is that the creator of it all wants you for a personal friend. And that's why you were made. And how do you become a friend of God? First, by getting to know his son, Jesus Christ. And second, by having conversations with him. You can't make a friendship without having conversation. And that's why we taught this to you today. Let's bow our heads. Father, I thank you that you love us enough to listen to us. And you love us enough to talk to us. And yet, Lord, there are so many people here who have never experienced the joy of a conversation with you in their minds. And there are others who only know you as an acquaintance. May today, right now, be the greatest turning point in their lives. Now you pray. Say, dear God, I am amazed that you would want me for a friend. I want to learn to have conversations with you. Help me to practice these steps this week and to share them with other people, to pass them on. Thank you for caring about all the details of my life. Jesus Christ, I want to know you more and more every day, and I want to depend on you for guidance. God, I need your guidance in my job, in my family, in my future in my finance, and in every area of my life. And I invite you, Jesus Christ, to be the manager of my life. In your name I pray. Amen. Hi, this is Pastor Rick. If you just prayed to accept Jesus Christ into your heart, congratulations. You're now my brother or sister in the Lord, and you need to tell somebody. And why don't you tell me, write to me, Rick at PastorRick.com. Just email me, Rick at PastorRick.com, and tell me your story. I would love to read it. And by the way, I'll send you some free material to help you start in your new journey with the Lord. God bless you. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. If you've missed any part of this broadcast, including portions we didn't have time for today, simply go to PastorRick.com to listen again. To find out more about this ministry or to sign up for Rick's free daily email devotional. Rick's going to be back in just a moment with a final word of encouragement, so please stay with us. Pastor Rick is always reminding us about the importance of getting God's Word into our hearts. That's why he created a brand new version of the Daily Hope Scripture Box, and it is beautiful. Here's Rick to tell you more. One of the most powerful ways you can transform your spiritual life is to memorize Scripture. You say, I can't do that. Oh, yes, you can. The Bible says in Proverbs 7, verse 2, Guard my words as your most precious possession. Write them down and keep them deep within your heart. To keep them deep in your heart, you have to remember them. That's why I've had my team create a beautiful scripture box so you can practice memorizing the verses. It's a collection of spiritual tools that will help you keep God's word in you so you have it when you need it most. You know, when you're tempted, you rarely have a Bible by your side. And when you're witnessing to somebody who doesn't know Christ, or they're under stress, or they need comfort, or they're in a crisis, there's not usually a Bible hanging around. So you need God's Word in your mind so you can remember it. And then 
when you need them, the Holy Spirit can bring them back to mind. Now, the Holy Spirit can't bring up something you haven't put in your heart or in your mind. So store them in this beautiful box. It's a real pretty box that will make a great conversation piece. And by the way, this is a skill that you can learn. You say, I can't memorize anything. Oh, yes, you can. In fact, studies have shown that if you learn to memorize Scripture, your brain will actually get stronger and you will remember other things better as well. That's right. So study after study have shown that if you teach a child to memorize Scripture, they'll be a better student at school too because it strengthens your mind. Imagine this. If you only memorized one verse a week, that's a good thing, okay? One verse a week in one year, you will have memorized 52 verses from the Word of God, and you'll be so much stronger as a believer. So I hope you'll get this tool. We're doing it for you. This brand new box is called the Verses for Hearing the Voice of God Scripture Box. It's made of a soft black leather-like material, and the Bible verse cards feature all new art. You'll find 52 Bible verses on the very important topic of hearing the voice of God. Make sure you get yours today. Act quickly. Supplies are limited. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this great resource. That's PastorRick.com. Or you can call 800-600-5004. That's 800-600-5004. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Daily Hope Ministries and your generous financial support. In his play, As You Like It, Shakespeare described death as mere oblivion. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.